some of you know that I've often said I'm from the south side of heaven. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have for us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? You know where I'm going with this. We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Ash is out today because she's been, she hasn't been feeling well. And uh, she doesn't have the corona, so that's good. She just uh, has... She's been uh, under the weather. So she'll be back hopefully tonight. She's going to come on tonight if she can. Um, but today we're going we're gonna to have a talk about the Uvalde shooting. So, so I want to start. I want to I start by saying as a father, this is going to be a hard podcast for me. 19 kids. Nin 19 kids. And... You know, uh, when I saw it, I think every American, literally, when a child is killed, gets pretty emotional. I have two kids, and uh, I don't, I don't really know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to reconcile that type of behavior. The, you know, the the fact that you could walk around thinking it's okay to take another life, and then I look at what they've done to our children. And I say, symptom problem. This is a symptom of the greater problem. 50 years ago, uh, kids would go to high school with a shotgun in the back of their truck. And you'd say, oh, only in Redneckville. Well, I didn't have it in my, my school either. But I, I mean, I wasn't alive 50 years ago. But today, you can't do that. Today, they're glorified. And they, they glorify killing. They have you know, bang them up, shoot them games. They, in Hollywood, they glorify death as if they can come back again. The, the, the amount of, the amount of just mental anguish the kids go through. I mean, they're being groomed in first, second, third, fourth grade. And we didn't pay attention. And if we start looking at the reality of all the things that we're dealing with, it becomes pretty evident that it's not difficult to uh, stretch for it to get from, from one place to the other, that you can get from the place of not having any sort of moral compass and, and teaching kids there is no God and taking the pledge out and making them non-patriotic. What are they living for? What, what are they actually living for? Like what, what in the world are they walking towards? And then you have, you have a, a man that's in the White House, Joe Biden. You have a man in the White House who literally politicizes the death without even understanding what happened in Uvalde. 
but we're going to tell you because they're still not telling you. So we had to go out and get information. So we have a guest today that I'm going to bring on. And that guest is a border is a retired border patrol agent and the candidate for sheriff in El Paso County, Colorado. Let's welcome Todd to the show. Todd Walker, welcome to the show. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, you, you know, I, I start by saying that when I first heard it, I was at the airport getting ready to board a plane. I was in Texas. And uh, I'm having a conversation with uh, Dave Hancock, of all people. <laughs> um, and we were talking, who, who by the way, I, he's, I mean, I talked to him for about an hour. Pretty cool guy. I feel bad for taking a couple swipes at him. And if you, if you, if you, if you don't like Dave Hancock or the, the thing that happened between him and Lynn, set it aside. Set it aside. We'll, for a different day, we'll talk about that because I, I definitely want to have that conversation. But they kept telling us that this was a school shooter, that they made, they made the public believe that this is a kid that just ran into the school intent on shooting children. Isn't that the story they told Todd? Yeah, that's what I've been getting, yes. But that's not the story. That's not what happened. So let, let's, let's, start, let's start this conversation with um, you, you, a little bit about you, because you were with Border Patrol for about a year, I think, right, before you retired. <laughs> yeah, 20, 24 years, yep. And you're running for sheriff. Indeed I am. And you have lots of friends who were in Border Patrol still. Oh, yes. So it wasn't difficult to get to the bottom of it for you, but it still was, I, 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 would, I would venture to say. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't have the, um, you know, the official contacts. You know, I'm not on the, the department emails anymore, but uh, it's, it's kind of, um, it's, I won't say easy, but I, I, I can, you know, take from open source and kind of figure out what happened, how, how Border Patrol wound up involved in it. So, you know, the, the story we got is that he shot his grandmother, fled, crashed his car, ran into the school. He was being chased by Border Patrol and by police, both. And at that point, turned the gun on children. And they shot and killed him. Um, and, and the only thing that's missing is the time between that. So, the, so this is not a, right. a person, the person that ran in and decided, I'm going to go shoot up a school. This is a person who was mentally ill, shot his grandmother. Yes. Right. Fled the scene and then tried to create as much mass casualties as possible after that. It that's I would call that accurate. Yeah. The um, the grandmother is uh, still alive. So the op what open source media is saying is uh, he shot the grandmother. She called nine one one. That would have you know triggered obviously a, a very. Uh, high level response from, uh, local, local police. Uh, I'm sure there's a DPS, you know, Texas state police there. And whenever stuff like that happens, um, that's going to go over on border patrol channels too. Uvalde has a border patrol station there. And, um, you know, that station's going to be 500 plus agents assigned there. So it would have gone over our channels. I know I've, in my uh, career, we've, we've gotten, uh, calls for assistance from, local law enforcement, you know, in, in wherever I've been. And, and uh, 
typically we're the most populous uh, law enforcement agency in whatever community we're in just because it takes that many to secure the border not that it's secure now but that would have gone over our channels and agents in the area would have responded and it sounds like one of our guys got there first what i don't know is when the call came from the school or how they knew that he was at the school and the time that elapsed from uh ramos wrecking his vehicle by the school and uh, entering the school on foot i don't know what that uh what that time space looks like so and and there there's reports that the police that were shot were shot outside the school they weren't shot in the school so i know that there there were shots fired outside the school there was a uh, one media outlet interviewed a couple of people who witnessed the uh the vehicle wrecking into a fence, I think it was, and they started to approach to find out, you know, if the if the driver was okay, not knowing that this was a person who just, you know, shot somebody and was running into a school to commit more murder. Um, and shots were fired there. I I do not know how many were shot outside the school. Um, I know one border patrol agent was wounded in the leg, whether it was a, a round or a fragmented round that hit him in the leg. And I don't know if that's the agent that, uh, that fired the, the shots that uh, killed the shooter. Well, so they, they said that, you know, there's, again, reports coming out that they just can't be honest with us, Todd. I think that's the biggest issue is they can't be yeah. honest about the incident because they want to politicize the incident. And every time we go down a pathway where, uh, something happened yesterday was obviously the primary in Georgia, and we saw what happened there. Uh, numbers went up, numbers went down. They spiked, it, 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 they reset it, they, they did everything, and all of a sudden, you know, Kemp's the most popular uh, candidate for governor in the history of Georgia in a, in a uh, primary. True story. Right. True story. Yeah, yeah. Super popular, right? Um, and, and here we are in the middle of that, and we have this shooting that just pops up and Uvalde is actually, it's, it's literally a border town. Is it not? It's, I'm going to say it's about 40 ish miles from the, from the Rio Grande. It's, it's pretty much between, you know, the, the Rio and San Antonio. So and that, that station's been there forever. It's in Del Rio sector. So the sector headquarters and there's a Del Rio station that's, you know, north on the river and then Eagle Pass, you know, south and, it's kind of between Uvalde and the river is another station, uh, Brackettville. So, so, so walk me through what, I mean, we, we, again, we have a bunch of holes and I've got some clips that I want to play, um, that can, you know, that, that, that frankly, I don't, I don't know how to, how to address, um, some of this. And, and this is a, a sensitive subject because there were 19 children that were killed. Right. Yes. And I'm not going to and I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to entertain the conversation about false flag. I'm not going to entertain the conversation about that. that this, these are crisis actors. I don't want to entertain any of that. Right. I want to I want to talk about the things that we know that went on in that area. Right. But we got this cut okay. um, that talks about mental health crisis. And I'm going to show you a picture that came out of the shooter um, that I think is important for us to, to look at. Because I think this goes to mental health and it goes to, you know, I think the school system taking responsibility for indoctrinating our children. And we have to get to the problem. And the problem is, is a societal issue, in my opinion. But let's go ahead and play B2 if we can. 
cut B2 talks about mental health. So the, the argument is, hey, we don't need to politicize these things right after the shooting takes place. Mm -hmm. My question is, if we don't do it then, when do we do it? Yeah, well, this is it's so unfortunate that the president is intending in the first part of his speech to heal the nation, and then he turns and, and blames some group. Right. And uh, it's unfortunate because uh, this is really a complex issue. Uh, we have a huge mental health crisis in our communities. And as you alluded to earlier, we have uh, a shooter in my own area in Buffalo that shot people in Buffalo, New York, really tragically targeting them. Right. Uh, but there's, there's serious mental health issues in how we address these. Uh, first, uh, in New York, we used to have centers where people could go. There are people in our societies and our communities who are dangerous to themselves and others and cannot live safely in a, an unrestricted or less restricted environment. Some of these people simply need to be have supervision and we're just assuming, and almost arrogantly so, that all these people can be out on the street and they're going to somehow survive. That's just not reality. And we have people out on the streets. We have warning signals from both of these shooters, uh, really uh, just depraved yeah. uh, messages on on, uh, on social media. The, the shooter in Buffalo just completely like decapitated and, and killed a cat. We know those are signs of people. Getting, all of these red flags. All these. So do you think, I mean, what do you think? I mean, as we, as we look at this, and Mr. Producer, let's go ahead and put up that picture if we can. So this is a picture of the, and it looks like it's a transgender. I mean, I, and we're trying to figure out, you know, what sex this, this person is. But this is a transgender female male. I don't, I don't, I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean, to my, to my eyes and to my knowledge, this is a male who, in these photos, is dressing as a woman. So I need to do an ad read really quick. So, so this show is brought to you by IP Vanish. If you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a bit too much about you. If you're, connected, if you're concerned about privacy of your identity, using incognito mode won't always solve the problem either. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the Internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. When you, you can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know what's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trusted Pilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily. It's important to use the slash daily. ipvanish.com slash daily. And use promo code daily to save 70% as a conservative daily podcast listener. Um, I also want to tell you that um, if you use ipvanish and you have the, the VPN working when you're in and you try to unlock your car or do things like that, it will not work. You have to disconnect it because the car, the phone itself uses both the IMEI and the IP address collectively to validate who you are. So it will not work if you do not use, if you, if you don't turn it off in some instances. I figured I'd, I'd say that because I've learned that the hard way. You know, Todd, as we look at that, I know you're not an expert on that. Go take it down. But... At some point, we have to start talking about mental illness that we're creating in our kids. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, the, the fabric of our American culture is disintegrating. It's dis disintegrating rapidly. Um, 
this the the shooter in in Buffalo, eighteen years old. Uh, the one in Florida, Stoneman Douglas. Uh, that kid was what seventeen or eighteen years old. Uh, Sandy Hook again. You know these these are these are teenagers. It's and it's not new. I mean, it's been going on for over a decade. Um, the the disintegration of the nuclear family is is got to be a huge contributor to this. And uh, I I question how many of these events where there was a lead up to it and all the signs were there, but nothing was done. And how, how much of that was uh, ignored, you know, be, for, for, uh, for some sort of expedient purpose. Not that, you know, it, not, not that any, uh, the, the people around the, these uh, shooters wanted this to happen, but uh, the system failed and perhaps the system is failing by design. Well, it's hard to ignore the fact that it, it, it feels like it's a systematic failure. Like It's almost like they, they line the dominoes up. Let's go after the kids. Let's go after our military. Let's go after our, yeah. I mean, our borders. Let's make things insecure. Let's, let's uh, pump 70% of the world supply of U.S. dollars into the marketplace in just two years. I mean, it's, it's hard to ignore what we're dealing with right now. I don't know what's happening there, Mr. Producer, but it's hard to ignore the things that we're going through right now and not say that it's that they're doing it on purpose. And again, you know, they want to call us conspiracy theorists, and I, I'm yet to find a conspiracy theory that hasn't be, really just been a conspiracy against the American people. And this just seems like another one of those things. And and you know, thank God that the border patrol agent was able to kill someone. But I want to I want to play a couple of or show you a couple of posts because I think this goes to the fact that they, they just hide things from us. And it, it becomes difficult to, it, it, to, to, you know, as soon as this article came out, this is in the New York Post, Mr. Producer put up A1, if you would. Um, it, it, we're trying to determine this. So this is Alvarez. Alvarez. What's wrong with me? Um, when asked if the school was a target, Alvarez says that there are still a lot of unanswered questions. We're trying to determine that. Uh, that's why we're looking with FBI right now to kind of look back to see if there were any indicators, any red flags, looking at social media. What we know about the shooter is that he's a resident of Uvalde. Um, he did attend one of the local high schools. He lived with his, his grandparents, was unemployed, no friends, no girlfriend that we can identify at this time, no criminal history, no gang affiliation as well. Um, and this was a post that was put up. Mr. Producer put up A4, if you would. Shooter barricaded himself in classroom, killing 19 children and two teachers. All fatalities and injuries took place inside the classroom. Um, this came out uh, with CNN. Well, this isn't true either. Um, two police officers were shot in the, in the middle of this as well, and that did not happen in the classroom. Um, the shooter barricaded himself in one room, killing two teachers and 19 children. Uh, goes to show the complete evil from the shooter. So... Alvarez, Alvarez um, told CNN's John Berman, but at least he came out and said that it's the evil of the shooter. We keep trying to establish it to the gun owner. Um, right. Go ahead and take that down if you would, Mr. Producer. Todd, can can you can you legislate evil? In your opinion, twenty four years in the, in Border Patrol. Uh, no, I mean, it's been there since, uh, Cain and Abel. I, and the notion that disarming America will, will stop murder. I mean, you know, so at some point we're going to have to, uh, you know, outlaw sticks, rocks, and, uh, you know, at, at jawbones of asses too. Yeah. So it's, so it's 
the human. It's the human. It's the human element. And I think that um, we do have to look at the um, trained psychosis that's happening in our, in our society. Um, but I think that the issue is they made it political right away. They didn't give us all the information. Now that the information is coming out, it contradicts. And this, this is what I say when a lie can go around the world faster than the truth can actually get a chance to, to be told. And even if you do tell the truth, people have already ingrained with the story that they, they're likely believing by the mainstream media. Even though 90% of the people don't believe mainstream media, they'll believe that lie. Um, I want to play this, and, and this goes to um, uh, Jason, Jason Rance saying that he would not get political right away. Um, this was on Newsmax, um, a little bit better of a, a news source, but let's play B1 if we can, please. My reaction is obviously prayers are with the families who have been impacted and a community that is obviously going to be mourning and this whole country will be mourning. I agree with you that unfortunately a lot of folks on frankly both sides of this issue do have a tendency to get political. And I think we have to make sure that we don't fall into this trap. I have a general rule for for me and my radio show, for example, where on any of these kinds of tragedies, I'm not going to get into the politics the day of, mostly because we've got people who are in pain and they don't need to be put into the middle of political drama. But beyond that, we just don't have all of the details yet. We don't know the details in this case. It sounds like based on some of the reporting and what we're hearing is that this was an incident that started outside of the school and a family member was first shot by this 18 year old suspect. It then got into the school. We don't know if it was targeted. We also don't know how he got this handgun. So I think there are so many questions that do need to first be answered and then we can have a conversation about the politics or the policies around gun rights and who this person was is there mental illness involved is this a criminal who should not have had his hands on guns we just don't have those details yet and i feel like you know this twitter world basically has forced us into or or gives the perception of forcing us into that kind of politics so what are your thoughts of that todd yeah, so to, to your earlier question about legislating evil, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll rephrase that a little bit. I mean, we already have, haven't we? Murder's illegal. It, it, none of the things that happen here were, were legal. And it, I, I suspect, I've got to believe that all the signs that this kid was going to snap were there, but we, we do nothing. We do nothing as a society. Um, he, he was living with his grandparents. So my earlier statement, disintegration of the nuclear family, um, whether that was, you know, a, a, a broken family or, or who knows, may, maybe the parents were, were tragically lost and, and the grandparents were raising him, but s- still the, the family unit wasn't there. We're supposed to take care of each other and create good, moral, ethical, well, well-behaved human beings to, to, to live in our human world. And it's, it's not happening. This is disintegrating. And yeah, it's going to get politicized. And every single one of these is going to get politicized because there's a larger agenda at work here. So, so where do we go from here? I mean, I always say we have to work the problem. How do we work the problem in this when the media is complicit with a Democrat radical agenda in order to strip Americans of their right to bear arms, which is fundamental to the Constitution that we have in this country? It, it, this, this is a, a human societal 
community problem. Uh, the the health and well being of every one of us, especially our kids, is our responsibility as members of the society. Don't trust the government to do this. You can't expect the government to come in and take care of this. The government has made it worse. I, I would uh, offer the argument that the reason that we're here today, the reason that there is a you know mental health crisis uh, at all is because we have relied on government and not ourselves and not the institutions that we created as people, uh, uh, our, our, our churches, our, our schools. Our, the schools are supposed to be ours. We're supposed to be involved and, and directing those schools, but we let the government come in and take it over. And this is the result of it. And it's going to get worse. Okay, so let's let's talk about Let's talk about something else. You were in border patrol, so you had to deal with cartels, right? And we know yes. in Mexico there are very, very strict gun laws. That most people yes. in Mexico don't have access to guns, and if they do, it's a shotgun. It's it's supposed to be for, you know, uh, killing varmints and, but full access to firearms, handguns, things like that. That that's prohibited. Yes, there there are big signs: guns illegal in Mexico as you approach the uh, port of entry going south. Okay. So if guns are illegal in Mexico, Mr. Producer, go ahead and find me a couple videos if you would. Um, I really want to make sure that we have this. But um, what, what's happening in Mexico? Now, I mean, the only people that I think have guns are who? The cartels. And maybe the government, <laughs> if the cartel lets them. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was trying to find the video of the cartels shooting up the police station, the police station letting one of their cartel members go. Um, is, is, is Mexico a prime example? Would you, would you consider that a case study for why the people should be armed? Why people should maybe we should go the other direction and arm more people in our country? Yeah, yeah, I, I can't, I can't argue with that. Um, Mexico is a failed state and has been for quite some time. I, I, I don't know how far back to go. At least you know, ten, twenty years. Uh, but it's, it's the the fact that there is even a government of Mexico is because that one criminal organization or another has allows it to exist. Probably to really just to take care of the administrative side of the country, fix roads, you know, phone lines. But uh, the cartels run that country regionally. They are in charge. Uh, they're, they're even wearing uniforms and driving marked vehicles now. Well, and we had there was a, a story a couple of days ago that 20 or 25 men dressed in uh, combat fatigues tried to enter the country through the Mexican border. That was a few days ago. I, I hadn't seen that one. That that uh, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, there there have been incursions. Uh, I know I've I've seen uh, Mexican military enter uh, the the border, and this was even before nine eleven. Yeah, it, it it doesn't it doesn't surprise me uh, one bit. And identifying it as you know Mexican troops or cartel now, I it's probably you know next to impossible because the cartels are as well uh, organized and equipped as the Mexican military, if not more so. Would it, you know, the, as we get, I mean, and I have, I have lots of questions related to Border Patrol because I think it's important for people to understand that, you know, you were there for 24 years on the front lines. Todd, why did you leave the Border Patrol? Because of the election of 2020. 
because of this administration. I, I will not serve this administration. I, I wouldn't, I won't even, uh, I wouldn't change the ink cartridges on a printer to help the, uh, the Brandon administration. It, it is uh, fraudulently installed and it is uh, completely dedicated to the destruction of this, this country. And, and what happens, by the way, if the only people that have guns are the criminals and the, and the uh, government? I mean, what happens to the people? Do they, I mean, do, do they get to live free? No, we, we, be, we become, you know, eternal victims. Yeah, I'm of, asking of stupid questions, right? obviously, yeah. because yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, the, yeah. I mean, it's common sense and I'm Captain Obvious today. I mean, we should change my, my moniker to Captain Obvious because <laughs> we're, 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 t we're talking about a school shooting down in Uvalde, Texas, about 40 miles, actually 38 miles from uh, the Rio Grande. It is uh, one of the pathways that the, that the uh, uh, coyotes take in order to bring yeah. people into the country. That? Well, that, that highway, that state highway 90, Texas highway 90 runs right through uh, Brackettville and Uvalde. And that, that's why that station, that Uvalde station is there. I'm sure that there are signing there are train people. stations there too. You know, there's a train yeah, track that yeah. runs, runs through there as well. Yep. So I, I want to play this video if I can. And this is, um, this is a, a kind of a weird video. It's, it's a, it's a minute and a half long, but this, this outlines what is happening in Mexico that nobody's talking about. And, uh, Mr. Producer, play the video of the uh, cartel launching an attack to free the drug lord from the police. I need a few seconds for that. Okay, all right. I'm going to really quickly do an ad read. Uh, so this podcast brought to you by Air Medcare Network. Um, if you're in a rural area, it's hard to reach. Or if you like to hike or you, you frankly, you spend a lot of time on the road, health insurance won't always cover you at the cost of an, America, or excuse me, an emergency medical flight. God forbid it ever happened to you. But with Air Medcare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered. There are no deductibles in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also a secondary one that if you are in a different state, they can fly you back uh, to the state so you don't have a, as heavy a burden on your family getting to you. So if you use promo code daily um, and you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily, you'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. I've been a member for the last year and a half. So go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. I mean, they, 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 they tunneled under a prison into, into Chapo's cell and built an elevator to take him out. So, you know, none of this, I, I don't know, for me, none of this is shocking. Um, it's actually surprising to me that they haven't done this more often than they have. There was a, there was a time, um, I want to say, 20, around 2009, 2010, um, outside of uh, Ciudad Juarez, which is, you know, the, the, the south side of uh, El Paso, Texas, right? There was a, a smaller town a little bit to the east of there where the entire police department uh, was essentially fired by the... Uh, uh, by the by the cartel running the i forget if it was the the gulf cartel or uh or the the um oh, i can't remember the name but they they basically gave them their walking orders and came shot up the place and they the ones who thought that they would stay on left so that 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 town was completely taken over and, and run by a cartel and and no the government of mexico does nothing because they're you know it's the plato plomo you know, you take the money or, or we'll kill you. 
Well, and, and, and no politician that does not do the bidding of the cartels lasts in office. So we've seen mass amounts of assassinations in Mexico, including yeah. attempts on the president's life and people that run for office. Let's go ahead and play yeah. this. This is, this, this is a video of, uh, of the cartels doing their damage and causing havoc. Um, let's go ahead and play it. In Mexico, security forces have been forced to release the son of drug kingpin Joaquin El Chapo Guzman after a heavy violence broke out when he was captured yesterday. At least two people were killed and 21 others injured in the chaos in Ovidio Guzman's home state, Sinaloa. Now here's what happened. Mexico says that members of the National Guard and Army were on a routine patrol when they found four men, including Ovidio Guzman, in a house. They moved to detain him, who has partly taken over the Sinaloa drug cartel since his father was extradited to the United States in, 19, in 2017. But then, police were quickly outnumbered by Sinaloa cartel gunmen. Now that triggered a massive assault in various parts of the state capital of Culiacan. That's a stronghold for the cartel. Gunmen battled security forces in broad daylight, torching cars and leaving at least one gas station ablaze. Police forces were forced to retreat and the local reports say Guzman was freed. A number of inmates escaped from the city prison amid the chaos, but authorities didn't specify just how many. Now they say that they're working to restore calm and order to the city. Restore calm and order to the city. How, what would you think it would be like to live in a war zone? Uh, it would suck, Joe. <laughs> and, and, that, and that's the, uh, that's the life there. It, it, it's uh, appeasement to these criminal organizations and they've done it for decades. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we can't, we can't have this conversation about new gun laws and everything else without getting back to the fact that they want to, you know, that, that they want to make us a failed state. And you, you, you heard the, yeah. in Davos, uh, I don't know if you heard this, but they're talking about the fact that they have America on its, on its ropes. And we're going to be talking about that tonight, um, about the, what's happening at the World Economic Forum and the things that they're saying, the rhetoric they're putting there. And by the way, we, we sent our leaders there. We sent people who are congressmen there to participate in this World Economic Forum of talking about destroying America. But we have a fundamental right under the Constitution. It is the Second Amendment of the United States. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, life, liberty, and property, inalienable rights, and attendant to that and implicit in that notion is we have inalienable right to defend our life, liberty, and property. That's, that's not given to us by the government. That was supposed to be secured by the government that we put in place, that we installed. Yeah, I feel like we're heading down this path and, and the Second Amendment, If for those of you that don't know, and most of you probably do know, but it says something very, very clear, and that is the, the, right, to, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Yeah, so, it's the most. So, so what's the solution to the, to, to the mass shootings that are happening, and not just in uh, Mexico, but we also have to, we have to deal with the issues that we're dealing with in um in uh, Chicago, uh, Mr. Producer, go ahead and put up the file folder for the victims that were shot in Chicago in 2022. This shows that 207 victims were shot in Chicago in 2022. Um, Todd, you probably don't know this, but some of the strictest gun laws in the nation are in Chicago. Yes. So, so we, that's working you, out well. I'm sorry. 
I said, that's working out well. Yeah. So what's the solution? How, how do you think we can get back to a place where, uh, where we can have sensibility in, and go ahead and take that down, Mr. Producer, we can have sensibility in, in our society. I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's all connected, but don't you think that, that Americans should be well-armed? Yes, good people need to defend themselves. You have a right, and, and I would argue a duty, to defend yourself. If, if more people defended themselves and stopped relying on you know some good actor from the government to arrive and save them, some of this would, uh, would have to start falling off. Some of this would have to start uh, curtailing. On, on its own, uh, knowing that if a predator knows that, you know, it, its prey is going to fight back and and likely harm or kill the predator, that predator might think twice. Well, I, I tell you, it is it, it seems to be one thing after another um, th that we're dealing with. And we, we look at the case studies across the board of, of gun control and we look at the cities that are have the strictest gun control. And you could argue that it hasn't curbed any lawlessness. It's actually increased the numbers of crimes that have happened. The only people that obey laws are people who have something to lose uh, by being, uh, you know, prosecuted or or, uh, or punished for violating those laws. Someone who has, a, you know, criminals who have already decided that they've nothing to lose. Uh, they're going to commit a crime that is greater than the law that prohibits them from bringing the instruments of that crime. So why would they, why would they obey that? I, and, I uh, and it, criminalizing inanimate objects doesn't, that doesn't stop the human act. The human is the problem here. We need to start treating and addressing the, uh, the humans that are doing this. Uh, the, the ones that are, that are, uh, that are patently ill or disturbed need to be treated. Those that are that are harmful and and destructive and da and dangerous and criminal need to be punished. There need to be consequences for these things. Um, I, I'd like to point out that the shooter in Uvalde drove a car. So should we then outlaw cars? He used the car in the commission of a crime. He he fled one crime and went to another where he committed more murder. So. By their logic, should we not then uh, criminalize uh, vehicles? Well, I mean, I think that you know, we can talk about what happened at the, in uh, Boston as well. You know, the Boston Marathon bomber used a crockpot, yeah. used a uh, pressure cooker in order to create a bomb. Mm -hmm. uh, we can talk about what's happening in uh, England. And, and frankly, I want to I have a sensible conversation about what happened. Number one, they did not tell us the truth about what happened in Uvalde. This person shot his grandmother. She called the police. They were in an active chase. He, he crashed his car, ran into the school, and started shooting uh, ch children and teachers, right? That is a far fetch from, I planned this out, and they knew this to begin with, yet they didn't tell us the truth up front. We had to find this out from Border Patrol agents that were like, no, that's not what happened. We had to find this out when, when we, there was a yeah. Fox interview that was given. Uh, Mr. Producer, I put it in there. This is uh, a Fox interview with a D.C. Uh, retired homicide detective where they talk about the fact that border patrol was actually chasing this suspect they were chasing they were in an active chase situation with a murderer the person that tried to murder his grandmother and so mr producer do we have that ready all right let's go ahead and play this and so and then we'll get to the other pieces that kind of fall in line with again me becoming captain obvious 
Ted Williams uh, joins us right now uh, because it occurs at the time, Ted, that you know we're, we're going to get more details on the, the culprit behind that attack on a Goldman Sachs uh, work on a train on, fr on Sunday who was indiscriminately shot. Uh, he turned himself in today. We're going to learn a little bit more about how that all happened, why he might have done this, and, and why turning himself in right now. Uh, and now this Texas shooting as well. Uh, yeah. Disparate incidents, very, very different uh, conditions, uh, but, but still a reminder, crime, out of control. What do you think? Uh, absolutely. Uh, let me, if I could, uh, just address the uh, Uvalde's uh, Texas uh, shooting at the elementary school where they've said that uh, as of now it's being reported that at least two are dead, meaning students, and at least 14 are wounded. It is my understanding that this all started with the Border Patrol. The Border Patrol was chasing after this guy. This guy got to the elementary school and opened fire at the elementary school, which uh, is uh, very sad in and of itself uh, there. Uh, I can also tell you when it comes to the New York situation, this is such a tragedy. This Go ahead and take man, it down. Daniel. So this was first reported, Todd, you know, and then right. they took that, that narrative disappeared. Literally, the, the truth about what happened in Texas disappeared. They were chasing him, and he ran into a school. That is not what the American people are being told. Yeah, it, you're right. It, it came out where, you know, he had... Uh, he had ostensibly planned this and went there deliberately to uh, to conduct a school shooting. I mean, and the narrative is believable because it's a narrative that we've been sold so many so many times on this. Um, but no, he shot his grandmother and fled and was uh, pursued by police to to that place. Why he went to that school, I couldn't tell you. If he decided he was going to go to that school. Uh, ahead of time. I don't know how he wound up there or why he wound up there, but yeah, wrecked his vehicle in front of it and ran in and started shooting. Um, do, do you, I yeah, mean, that's, that's what we got now. You know, we, we, we haven't talked about the underlying effects of the things that they're doing inside of our schools to our children. And yet there's people that are right. running around and you know, it, it, I was talking to Ash this morning about this. We were talking about Roe versus Wade and the fact that we have to continually go after the problem. Let's, let's go after the problem. They're killing babies so that they can actually create genocide in minority communities. That's why they're doing it. That's why Margaret Sanger was there originally. And again, I know this isn't your bollywag, but it's mine. And so as a pro-life individual, I want to be able to give people options. I, I personally don't want any babies to be killed ever. But yet they're sold this idea that somewhere along the line, this is a right. And so we attacked the problem. We went after Roe versus Wade, and there's sensibly uh, uh, now the, the ability for us to overturn it, which then leads to other people and other bad actors in, in states to even go even further on it, go even further on Roe versus Wade, and now say up to the, to the, to the, the day of your birth, they can, they can literally make a decision to abort that baby. Uh, Todd, what are we going to have to do to have people focus on the problem? What, or is it just that they don't want to focus on the problem because that will actually solve the problem and create less chaos in our, in our communities? Well, you're, the latter part of your, the end of your statement there, I think is, is true and it's, it's unavoidable, right? Uh, what do we do? How about define human life? Um, we, we've, human life is now negotiable. Um, at first, it was a clump of cells. Then it was, you know, when, when if the if the if the baby was viable outside the womb, then that was human life. Now we're saying that 
at the moment of birth, it's still not a human life. And I've, I've heard arguments coming from uh, possibly California. And although it was, it was attributed to Colorado, I don't know if it's entirely true. Maybe, you know, Joe, that up to some uh, 20 some odd days after birth, after, after delivery, that, that it, would, it could still be an abortion. At some point, we're going to arrive at, at any point in, a, in someone's life, a mother can abort her, her offspring. Um, we can't even get to a decision on what is a human life. If we can't agree on what human life is, we're lost. We're, we're, we're done for. Because human life is, is sacred. It's, it's, it's from God. And if we can decide to uh, to expunge that life, to exterminate that life at any point, then yeah, we're gone. We're 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 done for. We have to agree that it's human life. There is not a constitutional right to abortion. That is another human being inside the mother, and that yeah. human being has rights. Todd, I'll give you the final word and let you go, and then I'm going to do a, a read for, but um, I do appreciate you coming on. And um, I, I also want to tell you that, uh, tell everyone that uh, Todd will be at the DCF Guns West on May 28th, right? Saturday, May 28th? Yes, sir. Uh, for an event down in Colorado Springs. If you're in Colorado, uh, go down and support Todd. He is the only constitutional sheriff on the ballot um, for the primaries, um, and he has my full endorsement. He is a good man, 24 years in the Border Patrol. He is a Christian, uh, God-fearing man, and frankly, it's been a it's been a tough couple of years for him as he he literally took a stand. He took a stand and stepped away from something he had passion for for the last 24 years. Um, him and his wife are two of the most amazing people I've ever met. Todd, um, I'll give you the final Thanks, word. It, our uh, I mean, our rights are are ours, given to us by God. If we don't. It's, abide by and hold to and defend the the founding principles of this nation then we are going to uh, cease to exist to be a nation um we we established our government to preserve our rights our rights are ours they are inalienable and we have inalienable rights to defend those rights so you we need to elect leaders who are going to see the world in that in that through that lens that uh, our government is here to protect our rights we are we are all we are all divinely inspired beings um, and we have to we have to preserve that uh, do not let the government run away with our with our rights with our our purpose for being here and that's what's happening we can turn this around choose wisely at the ballot box Put people in who are going to preserve your rights and 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 save this republic. Well, I tell you what, um, I would like it if you would stop talking about common sense because that's something that we don't we're not allowed to talk about with the thought police or the disinformation bureau that they're trying to build. But Todd, God bless you. We'll be praying for you, and uh, thanks yeah, for thanks coming so. on today. All right, God bless you, thanks. Todd Watkins. Guys, listen, I, I want to, you know, there, there's so many things going on in that it's, it, keeps, it gets really tough to keep up. It's, it almost makes you schizophrenic. On the education side, they're going after our children, grooming. We know what they're doing inside of the school system. And they're politicizing every part of our environment and saying that if you do not believe exactly what we believe, that you become the enemy. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. They're using the same tactics that were used um, way back in the day 
for Nazis and for communists. So it's not a far stretch. And I'm going to be doing a show later on this week on a lawsuit. I was sued by a journalist again for defamation for the um, uh, Lira Gonzalez. So I want to go through and do an expose on the attorney for uh, this uh, person over in Ukraine who basically said that it, it be, we should be okay with killing Lyra Gonzalez. So I'm going to do an expose on the attorney too, because I think it's important for you to understand that the attorney for this person was sanctioned twice. Once for sleeping with a, with a client and two for not fulfilling their contract. And I think that we need to understand what we're dealing with. These people are evil. So they want to take away our rights. They want to do all the things that they're doing inside of our society. Oh, I got to do an ad read. So I'm going to do this first because one of our sponsors, I want to bring them in. So we're going to do Axos Bank. Um, so really excited to found this bank. Um, Axos Bank, they opened it on Independence Day 2000. They're not crumbling brick and mortar uh, store. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the rewards checking account when you can earn their highest interest rate. And it's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open a an account by July 31st, big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Amazing. Um, go to axosbank.com slash daily for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. And, and uh, apply for that cash bonus. You only need $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your rewards checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. Axosbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. Okay. I always miss on the sponsors and then you got to go back and put them in. And I, I apologize. So, um, but it's not that I don't appreciate our sponsors. I do. I, we absolutely do. And, um, you make it possible for us to be on the air twice a day. I also want to tell you that I haven't said this plug before, uh, uh, today, but I think we should probably talk about Mike Lindell and my pillow and my store. So go over there, check it out, buy some, buy some pillows. Actually, he's got a bunch of other stuff too. Sheets, pillows, slippers, you name it. Um, use promo code CD21 to save up to 66%. I had somebody that, you know, didn't like the 66%, that it might be related to 666. 66% and, and then, oh, it leaves 33%. No, do the math. It leaves 34%. 34% of the actual price um, for the product. Um, Mr. Producer, we, we found some more kind of disturbing stuff that I'm going to put out there if we can. And this is, um, if, we can if we can pull this up, this is, there's a, there was a posting that happened of him holding his gun and a um, uh, magazine and then was having a final message he sent to a woman that he, um, that he happened right before, a final message he sent out to a woman on Tuesday morning um, about sharing his, his guns. Mr. Producer, if you can pull that up, it's inside of what I just put in the deal. And it, it's, uh, th this is really weird. So who is a Texas shooter and what do we know? There's some pretty disturbing things that we found inside of this. So if you can go down a little bit further, there's a, keep going, keep going, keep going. You will see, and I'm going to read some of these, um, this stuff. And this is from him. He says, uh, you're going to repost my gun pics. And the woman replies, what? You're going to repost my gun pics? Question mark. What? what your guns got to do with me. Just wanted to tag you. I'm so confused. And then he says, I have no idea what he says because he does a keyboard, but why? I don't know. Be grateful I tagged you. 
no, it's just scary for real. And he goes, how? She goes, I barely know you. And you tagged me in a picture with some guns. Ugh, IG. Hey, hello. <laughs> um, uh, I'm about to what? About to what? Good morning. I'll tell you before 11. Good morning. Good morning. What? I'll text you in an hour. Okay, okay. But you have to respond. I got a little secret. And then this person put up, he's a stranger. I know nothing about him. He decided to tag me in his gun post. I'm so sorry for the victims and their families. I really don't know what to say. The only reason I responded to him was because I was afraid of him. I wish I stayed awake to at least try to convince him to not commit his crime. I didn't know. You know, I, uh, you can't, you cannot, you cannot bottle evil. You can't legislate evil. You can't take away rights from, from, you know, let's talk about solutions. Let's, let's say, what are the solutions? What are the solutions? It's, it's really simple. Okay. Number one, why do we not have resource officers that are armed at the door of every single elementary school, middle school, and high school across the entire nation? Why? Why don't we? Why is that? What, oh, I'm sorry. It's because of cost. Okay. We just spent, sent a total of $120 billion. Now they say we don't have the money, but somewhere along the line, they find money for everything that they want to do in order to take the corruption, take your, your dollars that they don't even have anymore and send it over to a foreign country. Or let's talk about the three and a half trillion dollars they spent over the last 24 months of which Nearly two-thirds of that went to foreign interest. Please tell me how they're taking money, our money, that we are hardworking Americans, and they're sending it overseas, but we can't put resource officers in every single school. No, they want to punish Americans. They want to come in and basically say that Americans don't have a right to be armed and to protect their family. You don't have a right. We need to become like Mexico or Venezuela or the U.K., See, everyone wants to talk about the civilized environment of the, of the UK. The UK is not civilized. Mexico is not civilized. Venezuela is not civilized. You have doctors, engineers, people that have gone to school for 20 years. I don't know why you would if you want to be a doctor, please. But are eating out of trash cans in Venezuela. And yet we want to talk about taking away the rights of Americans that is fundamentally built into the Constitution. And we want to say that that makes sense. We want to say that they can politicize and stand up there and say, we got to do more and take away ghost guns. What's a ghost gun got to do with a guy that crashed his car after shooting his grandmother that sent some cryptic stuff that dresses up like a woman and goes into a school and murders 21 people? Please tell me what, cap, what, what me as Captain Obvious cannot get. And if any of you out there think that I don't feel for those 21 people, and you see these posts saying thoughts and prayers, and there's a line through it, and it's like, no, 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 policy change, or whatever. And it's not even being sensible. It's not even looking at the problem. The mental health issues that we're creating in our children, we're creating it. And the cyberbullying that happens on the radical left is absolutely unbelievable. I can tolerate it. I can tolerate it. I can put up with it. I can take it. But it happens every day, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15 times a day to me. And I don't care. These, pieces, these people are trash. 
But you want to know why you create an environment where you have this angst here? It's because the people that are talking about bullying and being nice are actually the sociopath psychopaths that are killing our society and harming our children. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that we have 18-year-olds that are going off the, off the deep end when they're taught that God doesn't even exist. And you have people like Harari that are standing up saying, we've become the new gods. And we want to make you unsafe, and we want to take more money from you and raise your, your gas prices. There's literally hope that they're stripping from the entire environment in the United States. They are killing the American spirit. And we are sitting back and watching it happen. And we are letting the mainstream media, including Fox News, stand on all of this, these things and take away from us our fundamental right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Those are the fundamental bedrocks of our country. Innovation thrives in that environment. Kids feel like they're empowered, but no. Reading at an all-time low, math at an all-time low, kids graduating with literally not the, with, with no ability, no ability. A third of the kids are not proficient in anything. The borders are open. People are coming across the border. They're taking your tax dollars and handing them out to those people at three times the rate of what people that have worked for 40 years are getting in Social Security. And that, by the way, is going broke. And I keep talking about Captain Obvious. Like, this is obvious things. And I say, get in the gap. And as somebody said the other day, Joe, where's the gap? The gap is in your community. The gap is in, is, is in getting connected with other people that are like-minded, that recognize what's happening so that we can act together. And most of you haven't learned to put that one foot in front of the other and continually do the things that are necessary in order to stop this madness in our country. We allow them to wag the dog. And by the way, this is the same thing that happened in Nazi Germany in the 1930s. This is exactly what it looked like. To the T, we played that thing the other day that talked about what fascism really is and what they really did by causing confusion and chaos and making you wonder what is up, what is down. And the fall of nearly every civilized society has happened on the bedrock of ethical and moral decay. Every single one of them. It's actually biblical. And for those that are Christians that want to stand up and say, I'm a Christian and I judge you because you used a cuss word and I judge you, you're, you're, you're no better than the radical left. You accept, and we talk about the fight that I had with, with Lynn Wood where he, he thought I was talking about him and he flew off and then we apologized, we reconciled. People were like, why did you reconcile with Lynn Wood? And that has nothing to do with the gun argument, but it has everything to do with our societal issues that we want ego to write a check that our ass can't cash. We are at a critical place in our country, and we're over here watching keyboard warriors do their things, and we are literally not standing up. When is the last time that people have actually stood up and said, I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to go door to door. I'm going to join an organization. And, and it doesn't even need to be FEC United. Jeez, we're out there talking to other conservative organizations about how we can come together collectively. But they don't want that because it takes too much away those organizations don't want to stand together. So having conversations with them becomes this, this, this fight. But they're coming around. They're coming around. And some of you say, well, I got involved in this organization, and this person pissed me off, so I left. Why? Is the country not worth it? Are your children not worth it? And if you don't have kids, adopt some. You don't have to really adopt them, but adopt them in the idea that you care about the fundamental spirit of our country. There, there, there's, there's so much that we're up against right now collectively. When we talk about Uvalde, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 
uh, it's painful. It's painful to watch what's happening with our children. It's super painful. And yet we, we fail to do something about it. We just talk about it. And they're setting the rules for us. They're telling us what we can't do. Here's the line in the sand. And yet they push back on that line. We are in a state of lawlessness. There are no laws in this country. They are persecuting, not prosecuting. And we've talked about this over and over and over again. So now we have to work the problem. We have to stand together. And, and, and by the way, it is a solvable problem. You're not going to solve crazy. But you can stop creating another generation of crazy. You can start going to, to, to uh, school board meetings and saying we're done. And I'm not talking about three people going to a school board meeting. I'm talking about 30, 50, 100, 200, 500, 1,000, getting together with men, 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 men. Not that ladies can't do it because women, without you, we wouldn't even have the opportunity to save our country. They would have already taken it over. They're over in Davos right now trying to figure out how they can submit the United States, violate the sovereignty, and destroy our Constitution. That's happening. All right. Well, I got I to gotta tell you, we're out of time. And um, I want you all to know that uh, God is at the wheel. I keep talking about that. I, you know, I get, I get attacked by the left every day. And I'm an introspective person, so I look at it and go, is that true? 99.99% of the time, it's not. The times that it has been true, I've literally stepped back and said, man, I probably shouldn't have said that. We have a video out there, which we're going to break down. I'm going to do a little segment of um, some of what the media says. This Kyle Clark character at Nine News said that I wanted to hang um, Polis. Was that true? Yeah, yeah, he said he wanted to execute Polis and other political opponents. And, and so then he interviewed the person that, that um, nominated me for governor of Colorado to run for governor in the primaries, of which I declined. I should have I stayed in, though. I should have stayed in. I should have stayed in, because I think I could have beat Polis. It just would have changed me being on this show. But I want, I want you guys to understand something about this guy, Kyle Clark, is that he put up all these posts of me. I was laughing, right? I was like, yeah, hang from the, the ground two, two inches and choke to death. I use humor as a way to get past a lot of the things. And, and you might not like my humor. You might not. But I never said I was going to uh, hang polis. I said that traitors should be hung because that's what's in the Constitution. That, excuse me, that's what's in the laws. The laws of our country state that if you commit treason, that you are subject to death, up to death. So look at what's happening in our society and tell me that the faceless people that we're killing in our society are not worthy of treasonous traitors that have basically stolen everything from us, aren't worthy of that. But I never said, unless he's saying that Polis is a traitor, maybe that's what he's saying. Is that what he's saying, Mr. Producer? He uh, might have been a Freudian slip. He might, yeah, he might, he might have done that. But we're going to play that, and then we're going to break it down for you and start telling the truth. Okay. So we do go live every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time on Frank Speech as well as on conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. You can smash the Rumble button on your way out if you would. I want to see how many Rumbles we got here. Come on, guys. You, you got, you, you, go smash the Rumble button. You guys are crushing my soul here. Just walk over, hit that Rumble button, bloop, 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 and then share it. All right. If you want to listen on the audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audio. Oh, audible. Audible. <laughs> Almost. Give us a five-star review. And when you're done, share it. Share it with everyone else. We're, by the way, we're now available 
on every region across the country. I do know that um, we, we were uh, taken down from those regions. It was a way to affect our ability. We, we, we caught that right away when the show was transferred over to our account. Uh, you can text the word freedom to 89517. So if you're in a different country, I'm sorry if you missed some of our episodes, go back and watch them. Um, subscribe to our newsletter and you get the daily fax blast and link in our description so you can go down there and sign up to it. If you want to follow us on um, uh, Telegram, it's uh, t.me slash conservative daily, t.me slash Joe Altman, and t.me slash Ash in America. And it's A S H E in America. Um, you want to follow us on True Social, it's at Joe Altman, at Conservative Daily, and at Ash in America. And I, real quick, I know that we have a lot of people on uh, Truth. We have some of them reposting. It is Joe, J-O-E, Altman. is not Joel O. Oh, Just, just yes, for clarification. J-O-E, Altman. Yeah. I got attacked by the trolls there a couple of days ago. I just And they're like, I can't believe you blocked me on Telegram. I was like, it's my page. You want to come over here and spew, spew crap? I'm going to block you. Actually, I'm not even doing it. All the admins are doing it. And they're like, yeah, these, these people are just hateful. I don't want hateful on, on the channel, right? You want to have dialogue and you want to debate back and forth, you're welcome to it. But I, I don't need that. You don't need that. We need to have healthy dialogue. Even if we disagree, we should have healthy dialogue, right? That's what this country is, is founded on. And frankly, just go have a beer. Like, just go have a beer together if, you wanna, if you're in the same state. If you're not, do a virtual beer with people rather than sit there fighting with them. Um, Go to conservative-daily.com and sign up to become a partner with us, right? You can join as an advocate level all the way up to a founder level. You get extra content. I'm going to do some extra sideshows where you guys can come in and ask me questions. Um, sideshows. Sideshow. Um, but you can also get access to Fax Blast to send them to your, your congressman every single day. And you can change the wording in it. You can write your own stuff, push the button. It goes straight to them, and they will respond to you. The other part is, is that I want you to join, if you're, a, if you're a business owner, I want you to join the People's Chamber of Commerce. I want to grow that everywhere. Now, th there's, a, there's the ability to um, peopleschamberofcommerce.com. You go over there, become a member, get other people to do it. It's growing across the country dramatically. It's really simple. I want to create a law and policy center. I want to have FEC United in every state in the country, and I want people to stand together. And no, we don't have a militia. No, never had a militia. That's just another leftist lie from these radical pieces of trash. So... Sorry, they're trash. Um, other than that, we're going to pray. On, on the back end of trash, we're going to pray. And, and by the way, it doesn't mean that, you know, you don't love your enemy. I love everybody, right? But I don't like what they're doing and destroying, and I'm not going to let evil just thrive in my community or around me. I have no interest in it. So let's pray. And we're going to make this a short prayer, and I'm just going gonna, gonna to pray for our country. Um, but then I want you to pray. Like when you get off the air, I want you to pray. I want you to get on your knees. And I want you to pray. I want you to pray as hard as you can for this country. Take the time. Take the couple minutes. Take a couple minutes, get on your knees, and, and just pray to God. Thank him for the things that you have. And then just ask him boldly for the things that you want or that we need as a society. So, Father God, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity we have to be here today. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for uh, the, the producers and the people on this team that work so hard every single day in order to bring truth to the public. Father, thank you for um, the relationships that we have, for our wives, for our husbands, for our children, for our families, for our friends, for our relationships that we are able to, to forge in our lives, Father. Father, please bless us with the supernatural courage and the, the, the strength to stand up to the evil that's in our society and to, to recognize our part, to stand and do things collectively with others, set aside p petty differences, and truly act in humility.
Father, help us that we may uh, see your light, see your, be guided by your light, and get to the place where we can actually solve major problems in our society and not concentrate on the symptoms. Please eliminate the chaos, Father. Help us to see through it. Please wake more people up. Give them the ability to just, again, f- cross aisles and recognize that Americans are on one side and the evil of our society is on the other. Father, please bless other people in other nations. Please multiply the food that is provided for those most in need, that they may be filled up and may not be hungry, and that our children may be protected. I ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. Ash will be back on tonight. Um, remember, truth is something that it, it's, it's, it's not subjective. It's not your truth. It is the truth. And everyone's going to try and attack you, and they're going to try and bring up stuff about things you did in your past. Forgive yourself. Stand with your family. Stand with your friends. Do the right thing. And just recognize that that stuff's in your rearview mirror, and what you have is the future. And we need to protect the future of our nation. God bless you all. I'll see you tonight at 4.